Hey, this is Christopher St. Germain. Thank you for joining me. In today's reading, we are going to read Genesis chapters 1 and 2, and we're going to read Matthew chapter 1. This is Christopher St. Germain, and when I was in Korea, my pastor gave me a Bible that's very important to me, and it was a Bible that he literally read the cover off of. This Bible's starting to fall apart. Now that I'm back in the States, my pastor gave us just this year a challenge to read the entire Bible. So I thought, why not use the Bible that my pastor from Korea gave me? And it is the Dake commentary version of the King James Bible. And we are going to read chapters every day until we get to the end of it. So it will be commentary from Dick, commentary from me, and the original script from the Bible. So that's our goal here on finding his voice. If you want to find me, find me at ChristopherStGermain.com. Now, let's get into today's reading. Chapter 1, The Creative Ages, Genesis 1, 1 through 2.25 Original creation made perfect and inhabited. The world that then was. Chapter 1 In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Earth made chaos, end of earth's first perfect state and first sinful career because of Lucifer's rebellion, overthrow of the world that then was. According to Second Peter uh, chapters 3, verses 5 through 7, and Jeremiah chapter 4, verses 23 through 26. Verse 2, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now if we look at the Dake Commentary, it talks about for, uh, this being from the dateless past to the end of the seven days of chapters 1, verse 3, through chapters 2, 25. The period may be called the Antichaotic Age, the dispensation of angels, because angels ruled various planets. The world... Uh, Greek cosmos or social system that then was, which embraces the whole pre-Adamite universe to which all fossils and remains belong. You can also see the dateless past. Elohim uh, means gods. So you can see the Trinity of the New Testament. And Shamayim means heavens, nearly always in the plural. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Tohu va bohu is Hebrew, meaning waste and empty, 
The earth was not created tohu in the beginning, but became tohu because of sin, as in note one above. Obscuring the sun and consequent darkness is always a result of judgment, never of creation. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. In this verse, uh, here we have the beginnings of the heavens and the earth which are now. Uh, in Hebrew, rakaf, this is P, where, let's go up to P. This jumps around a lot. Uh, this, when the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, the, the Hebrew word for this is rakaf, means to brood, relax, or flutter. Translation, fluttereth and shake. Here we have the beginnings of the heavens and earth which are now. In this verse, we have the existence of the earth, darkness, and the waters before day one. At the beginning of each day, third day two times, sixth day four times, become a T. Let's go to T. Ah, when he said, let there be light, this is saying the word is become, not the verb to be. Let there become light, and there became light. This is the first appearance of light from the sun, since God commanded the heavens to withhold light from the earth, causing the judgment of verse 2. God saw seven times that it was good. And God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas, and God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb, yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind, and God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven, to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons, and for days and for years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. So there's a lot of uh, commentary here from where we last left off to the end of this verse. Uh, again, first appearance of light from the sun. Since God commanded the heavens to withhold light from the earth, causing the judgment, which I thought was pretty interesting. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, he uses the word beautiful here when he said 
that it was good. He uses the word beautiful seven times. And so that's interesting because uh, when the book was translated, the the words that were originally used in the, the original writings can be much different than what our words are today. Like when we get into some of the, the Greek words, like there's, I think, seven versions of the word love, and we pretty much just say love throughout. Um, there's, there's no variation on what that, you know, the difference between agape love and fraternal love, things like that. So <clears throat> uh, knowing where the words originally were generated, it gives a, a little more punch to some of the, the verses. So evening, ending the first period of light and morning, ending the first period of darkness, constitute one day. Time at this point begins again on earth as before the chaos in verse 2. If dry land is earth, and it was originally, these are, these are Dake's commentaries here. If dry land is earth and it was originally created such in chapter 1, verse 1, then chapter 1, verse 2 refers to a flood on dry land because of sin. Dry land must have been created before the waters, else there would have been no place to hold the waters. Psalms 104, uh, verse 8 states that certain places for waters were founded not one passage teaches that God founded the earth in waters. Part of the places founded for the waters are on the surface of the earth and part in the deep bowels of the earth. And then he talks about three distinct kinds of vegetation. This is getting towards the end of the verse here. Uh, the grass, the herbs, and the trees. So... Um, I'm going to try and split up the date commentary a little further. Like I'm going to read through the, the Bible verses first, and then we'll go back and talk about the commentary. And like I said, this book is literally falling apart. So I have to be careful not to uh, destroy it any further than it already is. So it's good that we're getting this down in this manner so that uh, we can maybe save this book for future purposes. Okay, back to the verses. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness and God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And we're going into verse 20. And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life, and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created whales and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind. And every winged fowl after his kind, and God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle 
and creeping thing and beast of the earth after his kind, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind, and cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and the fowl over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, and in the image of God created he him, male and female, created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree-yielding seed, to you it shall be for meat. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So we'll go to the date commentary here, uh, going back to creating the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. The greater light to rule the day is first called sun in Genesis chapter 15, verse 12. The word is found 162 times in scripture. The sun is spoken of as going down, rising, setting, going backwards, and standing still. The moon is the lesser light because it is not a ball of fire like the sun. It merely reflects the light of the sun. The stars are really suns to other solar systems, like our sun to our system. There are trillions of them. I don't know why it's necessary for him to point this out, that he understands how the solar system works, but uh, there is an explanation on page 84 that I guess we'll get to eventually. The open expanse of space surrounding the Earth. The sun, moon, and stars are now restored as rulers of day and night as before the curse. Uh, so M is creeping things. We talked about creatures and beasts that crawl upon the ground. Uh, the, the word is charrettes, swarming, creeping things. And then when it says uh, everything that has life, this is the word nefesh. And so it says... Uh, Bring forth abundantly the moving creatures that hath life, nefesh, the soul, the feelings, passions, desires, and appetites of any living thing. That's what this word nefesh means, which puts a little more uh, dignity into the life of an animal, I feel, uh, to know that it was originally considered a creature that has a soul. And then... Uh, Fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. This verse literally reads, Let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures, and let fowl fly above the earth. There is no allusion to any 
productive power in the waters or to the fowls being produced by the waters. God was the personal creator of each. Talks about whales. Um, talks about the covenant that was made with Adam and Eve before the fall and uh, how all of the, the uh, trees and, and uh, trees yielding seed and fruit was for them to take for meat. It says uh, this was con conditional upon man remaining true to God. And in verse 24, we have the divine purpose stated. In verse 25, the divine work. The how and order of the divine work are recorded in verse 2, uh, sorry, chapter 2, verse 7 through 25, where it seems clear that man was first created in verse 2, chapter 7. Next, the beasts were created and brought to Adam so that he could name each one. And we're not to chapter 2 yet, but the commentary is moving forward. <clears throat> Next, the beasts were created and brought to Adam so that he could name each one. Last of all, the woman was created. Evolutionary theories make this a lie, but the truth is that God made each creature himself in days five and six. A, in X, see if I can find that for you real quick. Uh, there's... W, there's what? Okay, let us make man in our image. In this verse, it says, a divine trinity is required by the use of plural personal pronouns. And then Y, where it says, in our image, the word is, uh, and I can't pronounce this because I don't know how to speak Hebrew, but it's spelled T-S-E-L-E-M, Selim, shade, resemblance. Let us make him in our resemblance. Its usage proves it refers to outward form, not to attributes. And Z, likeness, the word here is demuis, D-E-M-U-W-T-H, which means resemblance model or shape and refers to outward form, again, as proved by its usage. So uh, we go back to dominion here. Man's dominion included even the sun, moon, and stars. In the final restoration, man will again have such rulership. In the image of God, Elohim, plural, gods, the whole structure of the sentence shows that there is unity joined with plurality and the Trinity. Um, all other creatures also were made male and female. The second blessing was upon man and woman together, not upon man alone or upon other creatures. After the fall, to be fruitful was a special blessing, and to be unfruitful was a curse. This proves a social system, B, let me jump to B, so you know what I'm referring to when, so God created man in his own image. It says, this proves a social system before Adam, when Lucifer ruled. Man was given grain, fruits, and other higher products, Animals were also created to be eaten by him. Animals were not created to eat each other and will not do so in the millennium and the new earth. The earth's first sinless career was when Lucifer ruled the pre-Adamites without sin and before his rebellion. The 
and then it, it refers to Ezekiel verse 28, uh, chapter 28, verse 15, Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 through 6, Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 11 through 17, Jeremiah 4, 23, 26. The heavens and the earth, which are now, as in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 5 through 8, not the original creation of the heavens and the earth, as in uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. This work was that of the six days of chapter 1, verse 3, through chapter 2, verse 25, to regulate the solar system in connection with the restored earth and to make it habitable again. Chapter 2, verse 1. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work, which God created and had made. The uh, Verse 4. These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth and there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life, also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a garden, and sorry, and a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Pison, that is it which compasseth the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. There is Bedellium and the onyx stone. And the name of the second river is Gihon. The same is it that compasseth the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Hidekel, and it, that is it which goeth toward east of Assyria, and the fourth river is Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the, the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him an help meet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. 
And Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found an help meet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. That is the end of chapter 2. The, <clears throat> the date commentary talks about man's duty to cultivate and keep or preserve the garden from all intruders. The Hebrew word for keep is shamar, to hedge about, guard, protect. This is the first reference to an enemy of God and man. And Adam failed, so sin entered, and Satan became the pseudo-ruler of the restored earth. And here in... Uh, It says, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, exercise dominion, and do not give it to another. Refrain from eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. These are the five commands before the fall. And this is getting into chapter three. So we will look into more of that tomorrow. In the next section of this podcast, we are now going to read uh, the book of Matthew, verse 1. All right, we are back with the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 1. I want to thank you for your patience as I get my feet under me. It is called Finding His Voice, but I'm not referring to my voice, even though that is part of what is happening here. The Gospel according to St. Matthew, History of Jesus Christ, the Apostles, the New Covenant, Christianity, Sermons, Promises, Prophecies, the Gospel of the King and Kingdom. Christ is presented as Jehovah's King. Behold thy King. Chapter 1, Pre-Ministerial Events Concerning Jesus Christ. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Concerning ancestries, Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judas and his brethren, and Judas begat Phares and Zerah of Thamar, and Phares begat Esram, and Esram begat Aram, and Aram begat Ammonabad, and Ammonabad begat Naasson, and Naasson begat Salmon. And Salmon begat Boaz of Rakab, and Boaz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse. And Jesse begat David the king, and David the king begat Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias. And Solomon begat Roboam, and Roboam begat Abia, and Abia begat Asa, and Asa begat jo Josaphat, and Josaphat begat Joram, and Joram begat 
Ozias. And Ozias begat Joatham, and Joatham begat Akaz, and Akaz begat Ezekias, and Ezekias begat Manasses, and Manasses begat Ammon, and Ammon begat Josias. And Josias begat Jeconius and his brethren about the time they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconius begat Salathiel, and Salathiel began, uh, begat Zorobabel. And Zorobabel begat Abiad, and Abiad begat Eliakim, and Eliakim begat Azor, and Azor begat Sadak, and Sadak begat Hakim, and Hakim begat Eliad, and Eliad begat Eliziar, and Eliziar begat Mathan, and Mathan begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ." So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations, and from David until the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations, and from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. Now the birth of Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call him Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. That is the end of chapter 1. And the date commentary uh, says, first of all, The word Christ is the Greek Christos, which means anointed, used in the New Testament 569 times. Like the name Jesus, it has no reference to deity, but to the humanity of the Son of God, who received the anointing of the Spirit 30 years after he was born of Mary. God made him both Lord and Christ. And we get to... The Hebrew is Messiah. Uh, B is son of David, son of Abraham and David by direct descent and by promise. Son of David is used nine times of Christ in Matthew. David is mentioned first because he was the most illustrious of his ancestors as king and prophet. And because his line is singled out by later prophets as the one of Abraham's seed, through whom the Messiah is to come. There are four women in the genealogy, 
Rahab and Ruth were Gentiles, Tamar and Bathsheba were Jews. Thus Christ descended from both Jews and Gentiles. Rahab was a harlot. Both Tamar and Bathsheba committed adultery. Ruth was a pure woman. Um, Greek is genau. When used of the father, it means to beget or in general. This is I. Sorry, let me jump to I. These little letters are very difficult for me to find. I begat. Uh, the Greek word is genau. Genau. Hmm. When used of the father, it means to beget or engender. When used of the mother, it means to bring forth or translates to be born, conceive, and bear. David's line in Matthew is the royal line through Solomon. His line in Luke is through Nathan, another son, and Heli, the father of Mary. Both lines were necessary in fulfilling the prophecy. God had cursed Jeconiah, Kaniah or Jehoiakim of the royal line, and sworn that no seed of his should ever sit on the throne of David and reign in Jerusalem. That's in Jeremiah chapter 22, verses 24 through 30. God had also sworn to David that his line through Solomon, would forever sit on his throne. The only way this could be fulfilled was for Jesus, the son of David, through Nathan and Mary, to become the legal heir of the throne of David through Joseph of the kingly line. Now, I had heard also that Mary was of the Levites, which was the priestly line, and that proved that Jesus came from both the kingly and the priestly uh, lineage, <clears throat> which made him the right person to become the Messiah. Something I had read in the past just flashed through my mind. Jesus, being the foster son of Joseph and the firstborn in the family, became the legal heir to David's throne through Joseph. Bathsheba, uh, talking about some of the women again. Between Jehoram and Uzziah, three kings reigned that are not mentioned in this genealogy. All names are not necessary in a royal genealogy. And then the nine men from here to Joseph are not mentioned elsewhere in Scripture. Mary, the wife of Joseph, and the mother of four sons besides Jesus, and of at least three daughters. See note in Luke 8, uh, verse 19. There were 42 generations named, but some not listed here. When we talk about Mary being espoused to Joseph, espousal among Hebrews, was the only legal part of marriage and could not be broken off except by a bill of divorce. All legal documents were signed and contracts completed at this time. All contracts specified a time between the espousal and the actual marriage relationship. And to make her a public example or to put her away privily meant to expose her to public shame and death as required by law. The angel appeared to Joseph. There were four such appearances in verse uh, here, chapter 1, verse 20 and 24, and then chapter 2, verse 13 and 19. And there, this was the first of six dreams in the New Testament, and all of them are in the book of Matthew. And this was the first New Testament prophecy in Matthew. The last of seven persons named before the birth, Ishmael, 
Isaac, Solomon, Josiah, uh, 325 years before he was born, Cyrus, 175 years before he was born, and John the Baptist. Then, of course, Jesus being the, the last of the seven people named before birth in the whole of the Bible. And the name Jesus is used 983 times in the New Testament. It is the earthly name of God's Son. As God, he was not called Jesus or Christ. Jesus is the Greek form of the Hebrew Yehoshua, rendered Joshua 218 times, meaning Savior or God who is salvation. And for him to be the to save his people, the Greek word is so, sozo, used 110 times in the New Testament of salvation from sin, danger, spiritual conflict, sickness, hell, and slavery. And that is the end of the date commentary. Oh, here. Jo um, jo Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel of the Lord bidden him and took his wife and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son. Here it says she had other sons. If you see Luke chapter 8 verse 19, and they called him Jesus. All right. Join us tomorrow when we will do, uh, let's see what we've got on the docket. Gen uh, Genesis verses 3 through 5 and Matthew, uh, sorry, chapters 3, Genesis chapters 3 through 5 and Matthew chapter 2. That's going to do it for this reading. We will see you in the next episode.